There's nothing wrong with her putting it on Front Street to discuss it like grown women instead of all these side immature conversations being bitchy and catty. Oh, you have your own brain. Why wouldn't I have my own brain? Nene, girl, stop, girl, please. Girl, please. Just making sure that you can think on your own because I know, I know that somebody has stopped to get you together over here telling you when to drink. When to speak, when to yeah, move, when to yeah, talk. Nee, nee. Th- thanks for the drink, by the way. <laughs> yes, from the woman who is the puppet master. Puppet master, girl. <laughs> I'm a puppet master on these jobs, though. You been seeing that? Which job? The ones that got canceled? The checks didn't get canceled, though. You wish. You wish you had what I have in the bank, darling. Oh. You wish you, you had what <laughs> I, I have do. in the bank. I do. You're right. You're right. 17 years I've been working. I didn't have to get on the pole. You know you filed for bankruptcy, girl. Never been arrested. I was arrested when I was in t- my 20s. When I was in college. You went to college? Oh, I'm very college educated. You didn't know, bitch? You didn't know? You need to pull my record. Yeah. Spe- pull my record. Spell bridesmaids. The S is not silent, honey. <laughs> Let's go back to when I was a stripper. I was a stripper. And I liked it. What club was that at? Listen, Claudia, you got an I, but you are definitely missing the T. Proceed with caution. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you can find the full read of this online at Vimeo. Vimeo. Hi, guys. What's up, guys? What's up? Welcome. And that's so very, like, what is it? Um... Is it heteronormative to say, guys? Hi, everyone. Yeah, Yeah, let's get our pronouns together. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of The Hung Up Podcast, where you can slide down a pole or be very college educated. Either way, it's all love, and we'll never hang up on you. Never. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HungUpPod. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash hunguppod. Or you can email us your comments, questions, ask us for advice, um, hate on us a little bit. We will never feature you, though, at <laughs> hunguppod at gmail.com. Well, sometimes you got to feature that, too. Oh, we will later on. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you can find me at Cole on Instagram, and I am Dante Cole. Are you talking Cole. on mute? Am I? Let's talk up louder. What? Say it with your chest. You can't hear me? I can't. <laughs> These, but the headphones aren't working. We determined that. Okay. <laughs> so you're just going to put our struggles out here? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, follow us on our journey, guys. Yeah. Hung up high <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. But um, you can find me at Dante Cole on Instagram and I am Dante Cole on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am P Ryan. I'm giving you food on the gram. I'm giving you body on the gram. I'm giving you singleness on the gram, but never desperation. <laughs> Put that in your pocket. Stop texting me. <laughs> oh, they, oh, is it the DMs or is it the text? Oh, it's a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but I don't want it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it starts in the DMs and then it goes to the text. Yeah, that was my mistake. Yeah, because you gave them digits. My bad. It was my bad. I thought mm-hmm. we were being friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So what's going on? How was your week, Eric? My week was pretty good. Um, (laughs) My week was pretty good. Um, Believe it or not, Friday night I went out. So Memorial Day weekend just passed. um, And I went out that weekend. Mm. And, you know, I don't go out too much. But I woke up at like 11 o'clock because... I worked, got off at like two that day, 
and came home and caught myself taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Didn't wake up until 11 o'clock. <laughs> so I figured, hell, why not? You know, why not go out? And it was just one of those nights where I decided to go out by myself. Um, you know, ended up seeing quite a few folks out. Um, and it was a good time. I had a drink thrown in my hair because um, there was a fight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was a fight um, in the club. And, Who was fighting? Uh, these, actually, it was these two girls. Oh, my gosh. Um, in the gay club? Yeah, so yeah. they weren't fighting over a man? <laughs> no, <laughs> they weren't. They were definitely fighting over a girl. But I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know what they what were, they were fighting, fighting over. Mercy. All I know is drinks were starting to get thrown. Bounces came in, and, and they handled it. So, you know, it was just a lot going on. And my observation was just like, yo, this is just why... I don't go out a lot. Mm, you know, don't let it hinder you. It's the, summertime. Put on a crop top and get out there. Well, and, 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 and that's another thing. You know, while we out here enjoying ourselves in these festivities, y'all need to wash y'all ass. The club was just so oh, stank. What? <laughs> the club was so stank. That is like, so nasty. When we walked in, I mean, like, the funk just, like, hits you, boom, dead in your face. Mm. And, I mean, people was running like roaches to either get to the next floor or, you know, to get to the bar that was on the other side of the of the club. That is so cool. But it was just so stank. And I'm like, damn, this is actually, like, the top of the summer. Like, we haven't really even gotten into the summer. You know, and as it gets to be hotter, crazy you have here. to, like, be careful about how you shower. Like, for me, there are things I have to lift <laughs> and scrub, okay? <laughs> if you big, you know what I'm talking about. You got to lift. By you can't just wash and necessary. be done. Whatever it get takes, them right? Um, I saw someone, like, literally take someone's drink and drink it and gave it back to him and walked away. And the guy looked at him like, did this just really happen to me? What? So that night was just like crazy. I'm sure. I'm glad I stayed at the house. But <laughs> I had a good time, good music. Um, shout out to all the niggas repping Frankfurt Ciccone. The Northeast was out there. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was just nice to see, you know, diversity um, and everybody having a good time besides the fights. Besides that, besides that, um, co-worker took me to this quaint little gourmet coffee shop, um, which is at 34th and Sanson, mm. if anybody wants to check it out. It's called Avril 50. Um, it's, like I said, it's like a coffee shop, and they have like international magazines. They have all types of, if you're into tobacco, if you're into, um, you know, rolling your own stuff, they have everything you need there um, at Afro 50, and when I was in there, I actually came across the 10th magazine um, that's kind of inspired by the 10th design, and I picked it up. What is um, the 10th What is that? Uh, volume 4. It's kind of like, I'm still getting to know them. I follow them on social media, but they're basically um, black gay boy joy, mm-hmm. um, and I see a lot. One of the things I really like about the magazine is the print. Yeah. The models, um, nothing is what you typically see on Instagram mm-hmm. and, you know, print modeling that's like out here um, and, you know, mainstream magazines. I really appreciate them for what they're doing for black gay boys. Yeah. Um, and their magazine is definitely putting putting black boy joy on the spot. You know, they were featured in Philly Black Gay Pride like last year. Okay. 
And so that's how I wound up following their Instagram, and I'm super fucking obsessed with them. They're really dope. They are dope, so you guys should definitely check them out. Absolutely. So, what's up with you? I feel like I haven't seen you. Yeah, bitch, because I've been out here in these streets. You've been out in these streets, (laughs) doing, working hard. Working hard. Like, this week has been so much like i tweeted earlier today like that face this too much and it was like precious's mama just crying like that's how i felt today <laughs> but this week has literally been a testimony so i'm gonna try to keep it short but you know i always keep it long <laughs> so um anyone who knows me knows that i hate my current job and by hate my current job i'm really just disappointed with the way that like the purpose of a lot of nonprofits are to help disadvantaged communities communities that represent people like me so black people lgbt folk all that shit right Mm -hmm. what i'm disappointed with is the fact that when you look at the organization and really get into their inner workings you see Mm -hmm. that they're not really concerned with improving communities they're concerned with getting funding dollars and with creating quotas and meeting deliverables and all sorts of other bullshit that really doesn't address the needs of the community so I've been about two weeks with, not two weeks, two years with my company. Yeah. But from the week two, I've been applying for new jobs, right? Because <laughs> so, you quickly realize, like... Like, this ain't for me. This ain't, yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. What's been difficult for me, though, is the fact that I am in school full-time. And so I have to tell you up front, like, I can't work full-time for you. So a lot of times I'll get interviews. They're like, you sound like a great candidate. When can you start? I'm like, I can start today. And then they're just like, <laughs> okay, well, can you start full-time? And I'm like, absolutely not. And then it's just like, okay, well, thank you for your services, right? Yeah. So I haven't been able to find a job. haven't been able to find a job. I turned 26 in April, finally found a job, right? And I was so pressed about it. I was so excited. I kept it on the low for like a really long time. Um, because I actually wanted to be a little petty and see how I could balance, like, both jobs in the summer and then just, like, out of nowhere, just spring up on the blue, like, yeah, I'm out, right? Yeah. Um, so, did the orientations, um, cleared all of my paperwork for this new job. I actually went, my first day was today. I had a fabulous time. It was great. Happy first day. Thank you. Last week, or, like, the week before... I found out that in Trump's America, um, I was getting, my position at my old job was fully funded under like a sexual health grant um, that, and we tried to build a new program to help LGBT youth of color, but then they switched it and took out the youth of color, but Mm. that's none of my business. Mm. And... They said um, all lives matter, actually. All lives matter bullshit. But, <laughs> um, you know, I really worked hard, got the program off the ground, wrote, like, almost every curriculum except for one wow. in the program, um, and we are, we're about to kick it off. We found out that funding for this program shrunk, and we were one of the projects that was not renewed for a next year, right? And so my bosses come to me, and, like, you know that means, like, by default, I don't have a job by, like, a certain day, right? So, like, in the next month, I will no longer be with my company. So, Patty Patrick came out, and I was like, oh, well, that's no problem, because I got a new job anyway, and I was about to put in these two weeks' notice from, like, two weeks ago, uh-huh. right? And so, I just, like, in that moment, I moved from, like, Petty Patrick to, like, Grateful Patrick, and I think this whole week has just shown me, and last week has shown me that I need to just have an attitude of gratitude, because mm. I could not find a job for the longest time. And the time that I found it was a time and my season for transition. Right? Mm. In addition to that, I've really just, like, 
been praying a lot and just, like, been doing my devotionals and really just asking, like, because I felt in my spirit for a long time that around this time was a moment that a lot of changes were going to happen for me. And it hasn't just been in the job. I really, like, my number one goal is to find peace in everything. And so in finding peace, you have to really be intentional about removing toxicity out of your life. And I have a hard time of, like, moving away from people, moving away from things that I know are toxic. So I really was praying and asking God to, like, move those toxic things in my life just out. Take it out. If it's something that's blocking my happiness, blocking me from being, like, the best person that I can be, blocking me from being a blessing to somebody else, like, just take that shit out. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way you really can. That's the only way. It has to be removed by, like, some supernatural force, right? Move out of my job situation in that change of job, I also changed in some of my relationships. And by some of my relationships, I mean one of my relationships, right? And I was really struggling with whether or not I needed this person, like, in my life. But literally, there was a moment in this past week where God showed me how toxic this individual can be. And so, I don't know, when they actually wound up removing themselves out of my life, and I was just like, you know what, praise God for the removal. Praise him for the the deliverance in a sort. Because right. I feel like whether or not you believe in God, whether or not you believe in the universe, whether or not you believe in karma, whatever it may be, I think we all have a journey. And there are certain places that we have to go. And you cannot bring everybody you know on that journey. You cannot make that journey if you are still messing around with this person, that person, who really is no good for you, this person who has you like in a stronghold. Mm-hmm. So... My word to all the people who are listening is if you have somebody pulling you down, if you have somebody who you know in your inner spirit is not for you, when either let them go or allow them to detach themselves from you. And when they are moving away from you, you wish them well in yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah. And tell them keep it moving. And keep it moving. Um, I really liked how you were saying in the beginning that you are trying to see the good in everybody. Um, I said that. Yeah. Oh. I hope so. <laughs> um, I think so. If I, I hope, I hope I'm not. Um, people listening probably like what? Like you said that. You said that. <laughs> but it's just like giving up judgment. It reminds me. Um, reading a book right now by Marianne Williamson, I believe it's called A Return to Love. Oh, she talks yes, about giving up judgment. One. Yeah. Um, everybody loves that. Um, and she says something that really stood out to me. Um, that I remember. It's just about all thought about ourselves. Um, since all thought is thought about ourselves, excuse me, you know, con- to condemn another is to con- condemn ourselves. Mm-hmm. How I see you, I see me. Mm-hmm. In order to elevate yourself, you had to see the good in other people. And that's when you start making strides in the right direction. And that's how you are able to elevate because you are humbling yourself to the point where you're able to see the light in other people and therefore your light shine yeah and it's so funny that you said how i see you is how i see myself yeah because when i was allowing this person to remove themselves out of my life like i had to reassure them i was just like listen it ain't really about you i just know that like you and i cannot work in the capacity that we are working currently my the response i got from that was that i was fake i was phony i need to grow i need to mature Mm -hmm. i need to find myself and i'm just like oh this is projection this is all you 
So, and people. my thing is, you know, we all need to grow, right? We grow with each day, but, like, the whole phony, fake, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, this is a manipulation tactic that you are using, and so I wish you the best. But all of the things that you are describing me, you are describing yourself. Right. Because how I see you, I actually see myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's deep. It is. So you on this spiritual journey. I'm trying to be. Well, I'm here for it, and I'm sure everybody listening is here for it, too. And really, if anything, we, we would hope that it's encouraging yeah. the people who are listening to, you know, be on that journey, too. If Guys, live... Or everyone. <laughs> Live your best life. Like, literally, like, you deserve to be at your best at all times. Yeah. And when you put that best out there, it'll come back to you tenfold. That's all I have to say. That's, I mean, that's true. It that's... came back to me yesterday in the form of, like, my high school crush. She still looked fine. And, <laughs> you know, gave me the sexy eye. And was doing some other weird gym. stuff. Yeah. Size print. Thank you. Yeah. But did you see Shout it? Or did he... Huh? Did you see it? It or was, was poking it? through his pants. It said, hey. Did, did he cover it? Like, he, he, did cover it. he did <laughs> cover it. <laughs> but then he let it go at the last moment. I was like, thank you. I'm like trying to remember the story you told me. I'm like, wait, didn't he cover Ooh. it? That was kind of weird. It's kind of like, Maybe okay, I'm so... Maybe him a semi-chub. Well, listen, to me, that's kind of like, all right, I'm self-conscious about this. I know that there's something going on down here or could be potentially going on down here, so I'm going to cover it so that way I'm listen. not... And he doesn't know I'm here to facilitate that praise. All the way and through. Okay. <laughs> Will your heart and soul say yes? <laughs> there is so much more that I require of thee. I'm so done with you. I love you, but I'm done with you. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are we talking about, huh? This week's topic, um, we're going to dive into social media and dating. Mm. Mm. Something that is quite familiar to, I'm sure, that many of our listeners. Um, boy and girl, Mm -hmm. gay and straight. Um, And so, you know, we're talking about applications like Match, Tinder, Grindr, Jacked. Um, Even, I guess, stuff like, what? Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. (laughs) Because I feel like people kind of do what they want on these applications. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, so we... We, we, we definitely um, understand that that can come in, like, many forms. So, I'm going to start off by... Just reading um, a clip of an article I got from The Atlantic online. Um, it's by Julie Beck. It's called The Rise of Dating at Fatigue. And she writes, Despite the difficulties of modern dating, there is an imminent apocalypse. I believe it will be spurred by something else. I don't believe technology has distracted us from real human connection. I don't believe hookup culture has infected our brains and turned us into soulless, sex-hungry swipe monsters. And yet, it doesn't do to pretend that dating in the app era hasn't changed. So it's a little different there. I like her perspective. Dating apps are old news. Just an increasingly normal way to look for love and sex. The question is, if they work, because they obviously can, but how well do they work? Mm. They don't. they don't. Not for me. Let me tell you who they do work for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not about to put his business on front street, but he knows I love him. They work for a lot of other people. They have not worked for this one over here. Okay. Okay. Case in point. Um, I will say two people um, that I recently remember within the past two weeks we've been talking. And one of them we actually haven't been talking. This one person texted me one thing. He had no profile picture. 
He had nothing on his bio. So wait, was it like a um it was just like that default profile? It was, it was literally a default or did he profile. He had a picture of a meme. No, he or had a picture of nothing. Like it was a black or, profile know, picture. Stuff. Like, okay. It was so nothing. Even okay. It was the default. Mm-hmm. And he just had like body stats. And you know what he sent me in a text in a message? The letters of my organization. And I was just like, that is so that's so fucking creepy, one. Damn. Because my face isn't in any of my pictures on social media unless I unlock to you. So that's that's weird, right? Two, I'm not going to answer this. Like, that's not sexy. But this is not... I don't know if this is a space to discuss that. Unless, I guess, you make that clear. Yeah. Right? But I guess in an introduction message to someone, just saying that... It's very vague, number one. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very creepy. And it's kind of like, I don't really know what your intentions are. Yeah. So, and so, like, I literally did not answer. I just I could left see why him you on red. And my thing is, yeah. also, if you know me, you know my social medias are not platforms where I'm, like, super Greek. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I'll put a picture up here and here there, and but there. I'm yeah. not super pressed. So, for you to send that, so, that's right. creepy as fuck. He was super pressed, obviously. Yeah. Because, Another like, guy. it's a lot of stuff that we can talk about besides... Besides Greek life. Yeah. And I don't even know if you're in it. That's weird. But there was another guy, too, who, like, calls me Philly and, like, always sends me these <laughs> random LOLs. And I'm just like, these niggas are really not well. Like, somebody needs to come oh, and get yeah. them. Oh, I've, yeah. I've even seen shaking my head, like, random just, like, messages from people. And you're like, what the how do fuck I respond are you talking to that? about? So, you like, don't. how you is don't. this supposed to work for me? You, block. you know what I mean? Oh, I didn't block him. I just left him there. I, I, Silence is the best weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I find sometimes with that, though, they'll, they'll keep sending messages and end up having um, a long conversation by themselves. With themselves, and they'll keep getting ignored. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely... And that's why I don't think it works for me. Like, it, I don't know what it is about this. I think there's a method to maneuvering the social apps. Yeah. Maybe you have to, like, explicitly say, like, oh, I'm just DTF, I'm, I'm down to fuck, or whatever. But, again, that's also not me, so maybe that's why it's not working for me. Which, I mean, I, I, I'm not I, mad at it. I actually agree with you. I think there is, like, a method to the madness. Um, so let's just talk about some stats. Um, Wander, online mobile security and database management company, um, they, they have some pretty cool stats about online social media and dating that I just want to share. Um, so what they're telling us is the average dating time spent, I'm sorry, the average time spent on an application is seven minutes and five seconds. Okay. So do you think that's a short attention span or do you think that's, is that mostly scrolling? Is that, what do you think that is? The that average seven time minutes spent on the app. Well, I guess it depends on the app, right? right? So if it's Tinder, I guess that can be spent swiping. Right. If it's jacked or grinder, it could be spent maybe like looking who's in your area mixed with like answering messages or looking who's at who's messaged you. Um, mm. Or blocking. Huh? <laughs> Say it again? Or blocking. Or blocking. <laughs> yeah, if you're me. You gotta put time in that too. <laughs> or yeah, if you're you. Absolutely. Because you're the block master. Um, or if it's like Instagram, looking through your DMs. If it's Twitter, looking through your DMs or looking to see who you can DM. So I think it depends on the on the app, but I guess I guess it sounds about right. Seven minutes? That's a pretty long time, low-key. I think it, it definitely does depend on the app. Each app has its own kind of, like, look, feel, taste, right? So people go to different apps for certain things. Mm-hmm. So a few more stats. Um, they say the average person logs in five to six times a week. 
spends about 47 minutes a week on that app. Um, interesting. About 2% of people with phones from their employer actually mm-hmm. use their app to use their phone to download dating apps. I thought that was interesting. No, I know a couple of people who actually use the company phone. Really? To thought it up. Yes. <laughs> Has right. never been me. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's nice once you get to that level that you actually get a company phone. Right. So, I guess we got to get there first. I ain't there. I mean, I've been there. The phone didn't work, though. It was the iPhone 4S. I could have just stuck with my 6 that I had over here. Whoa. <laughs> or did they even have a 4S? I think it was just a straight up 4. Right. I don't know yeah. if the S is that came out four, The block phone? Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. A mess. All right, so popular times to swipe. So peak times where people are on applications um, interacting with other people. For Tinder, it was 7 o'clock in the evening. For Match, it was 5.20 in the evening. Grinder, 12 o'clock in the morning. Mm. <laughs> Um, so I guess kind of going back off of what you said, um, depending on the app, it's a different kind of like experience, yeah, right? Yeah, like Grindr must be the DTF app, but like for <laughs> Tinder, it's like, oh, I just got home. Let me see who's in the area. Exactly. So I can like meet up mm-hmm. for maybe a dinner next week. <laughs> I don't know. Um, top dating apps. Um, Bumble was at the top. What the fuck is a Bumble? So apparently Bundle, um, and I hope I'm right on this, is an app where women have to initiate the conversation. Oh, that's Men cute. aren't able to start that conversation. So this is not like a same-gender-loving app? I'm not sure. Because then Maybe how someone listening work? can email us and tell Bottoms us more about initiate it. initiate the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be more appropriate. Um, that tender. plays into horrible gender role stereotypes. It does, and we, and we, and we are not going there. Yeah. We're trying to erase those... And break these silos down. Oh, I thought you meant not we're walls. not like not walls, but silos. <laughs> no, you can break down these walls. They need to be broken. <laughs> Come on and break these levees. <laughs> In the words of Tasha Cobbs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Tinder mm. came in second place, Grinder in third. And we have Match all the way down at sixth place. Um, so that was interesting. Mm. So, let's kind of just discuss this. You know, Patrick, I'm just kind of interested to know what your thoughts are, but kind of also, like, what your experience has been with social media, dating, um, and what that's been like for you. I know you kind of touched on it um, a few minutes ago, but can you... No, it's been, like, gross. It's been fucking disgusting. (laughs) No, so... And I don't know if you're going to bring this up later on in the conversation, but I feel like my experience varies based on my presentation, which is, like, really unfortunate because no matter how I present, I'm still the same individual, right? Okay. So I will post a profile picture, and I'm speaking specifically for Jax because I think that's, like, the dating site that I'm on the most or, like, I'm scrolling through the most. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will present myself clean shaven you know flowy shirt chest all out maybe like a fitted jean giving you all the body in the world <laughs> and i will get one like hyper masculine reach out and then like nothing else for months right so i'll literally just be on the app chilling <laughs> okay okay then i will for example earlier this year my beard grew completely out right had it all like like a Philly nigga, just shaped up, looking good, looking full. 
um, had on a backwards cap, a jersey, looked like the trade, right? Phone blowing up on the daily. Oh, you trying to come through? You trying to do this? You trying to do that? And it's a lot of people assuming also that I'm a top. So it's just like, oh, come in, like, you know, run through me. Da, 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 da. So and does I'm that just mean like, we have, like, all these bottoms running out here amok? Or yeah. Or does that mean people are into these like, masculine bottom um, gender roles? Bottom individuals. Just, I guess, very much into these stereotypically um, masculine roles when I will show up like, hey, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I'll literally still show up talking the way that I am, being yeah. the way that I am, but I'll just be wearing a jersey, have on a beard, and a snapback. Like, so, how does this change things? I'm, how does it change things? Because I'm still the same Patrick. Right. I'm still the right. same person I was right. when I was clean-shaven and giving you basketball wives. So that's really interesting that you just kind of, like, went with that because one of my follow-up questions to you um, was going to be, do you feel like you can be yourself um, online? Um, and these are questions that I want um, people who are listening to also think about and share with your friends um, and talk about it. And I also have feedback um, that I got from some people about this topic that I will also share um, in a few minutes. But, you know, Patrick, do you feel like you have to wear a mask to, you know, have these interactions online? Um, and is that mask used for protection or is it used for optics? Because it sounds like it's more optics, right? So for me personally, I think you can be yourself online. Like, I'm myself. I think those two presentations are very much me. It just is me on a certain day, right? So, right. like, some days I don't feel like being clean-shaven. So that's why I had a whole season where I grew up my beard and it was great. Other days, I want to switch it up. I want to be clean-shaven. I want to put on something that's, you know, skin-tight, and I want to be out here. Those two, even though they seem polar opposites, those are all bits and pieces of what makes up me. Um, do I feel like I can be myself on those social media apps? Absolutely. Do I recognize that these two varied presentations of myself will bring varied responses from the social media apps? Absolutely. So if my goal is to screw and, you know, really get the attention that I say, quote unquote, that I want, then I have to kind of play a game a certain way. Am I up for playing that game? Not really. So I, that's why, I like, you. although I say, like, oh, nobody's checking for me on these apps, I really don't give a fuck because I'm still going to be me regardless. So people just really like what's not real. Mm -hmm. um, and they're willing to, and I'm, because I'm not speaking for all people. But it's a just, lot of people. A lot of people, when it comes to online um, dating interactions and social apps, um, they would rather be fed a lie. They want the about facade. who the person that they're right. interacting with, so that way they can get off. Whether that's a mental get off in a conversation, <laughs> or whether that's a physical get off um, with a meetup, and mm -hmm. you never hear from this person ever again. Right. You never really knew that person, but I guess that doesn't really matter because it's about optics. I think it's interesting, though. So, like, when you say, do you have to wear a mask? So, I'm hearing, do you have to present yourself in a way that's not your true, authentic self? Is it for, is it for protection or is it for optics? Now, when you say optics, maybe it's, you know, is it for, is it to present an aesthetic that you think will bring back a good return, right? We can even go beyond social media mm -hmm. at the core of that i think it's protection mm. right so i think it's people who are not necessarily 
comfortable with their entire self or people who feel like they have to present in a certain way to get back this sort of buy-in. I don't know. I can see protection. I hope, am I making sense? Yes, you're absolutely making sense. I feel like protection as in, I think a lot of people have been hurt and a lot of people carry around yeah. their hurt. And they don't want to be rejected. And they don't want to be rejected. So they and present I, in a way that lowers the the percentage or the possibility of getting rejected. Mm-hmm. Does that... I think so. Does that kind of answer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that kind of leads to my next question. I'm wondering how people, if they have hang-ups, um, or if they're projecting these negative stereotypes, mm-hmm. how does that get translated um, online? Um, is it in their profile? Is it... And their profile picture, is it in their picture selection? Um, is it in their bio? You know, some people are really into what people write. Some people don't read anything or lack thereof, not having a bio um, and kind of having like this mystery to you where you don't put anything about you up front. Um, how do, do you feel like people translate their hangups online? And do you think that they do it in those kind of ways or other ways? Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do is to read people's profiles. Okay. Because sometimes you'll get, like, a gem of a profile that, like, really spills their soul out. They're just like, I don't understand why you can't be discreet. I'm not into um, fairies. I'm not into femmes. Mask only. And I'm just like, Monica, are you... Do you meet this criteria? Are you masked? Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think it's so interesting to read people's profiles and I I think it's a mixture of both I think they present a preference as one who's fat and femme I think no femme is (laughs) am I not did I tell a lie where's my parade (laughs) as one who's fat and femme I think the the slogan no fats no femmes for some people is definitely a preference but I also think for some people it's a bias some people I think it's maybe a mixture of both but when you see these things plastered on the social media sites. Do I think it's cool? No. Do I think you need to respect it because somebody's telling you up front what they want and that you may not fit that criteria? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Be okay with it. Let them go. Move on to somebody else. There will be somebody out there to accept your fat and femme ass. I kind of feel the same way. I know some people go in. Um, when you have people like, for example, that are online saying no fats, no femmes, no whites, or no blacks, or no no Hispanics, like whatever, are people allowed to have those type of preferences? Are they, you know, do people feel like no, this is a bias, and you're and you're being disrespectful, or is it like no, <laughs> it's an online application, um, mm-hmm. and that's what you want? No one, most of these people will probably never meet you. Um, you can do what you want, say what you want, want what you want, Listen. and put it out there how you want it. Right. How do you feel? I think I think that's absolutely fine. Is it politically correct, or is it being sensitive to maybe that community? It's not. Let's just say that. You know what I mean? That no fats, no femmes in particular, it's very disrespectful to people who are larger, to people who are more effeminate, because they're not lower on the totem pole of gayness just because you consider yourself masculine. It's not okay. That said, if that is your preference, who are me to judge? In the words of delivered, okay? Who am I to say, 
I'd no, you shouldn't you feel that front. way. I'd rather you tell me so I'm not wasting my time because exactly. I know at the end of the day there's gonna be a fine ass nigga who wants this fat femme ass. Right. So and you can go in here and just hit that block yeah. on that person that you know don't want you. <laughs> don't want you or don't wanna have um any dealings with you. Mm-hmm. So listen, that block button be strong. Listen. Use it a lot. Sometimes. What about Maybe. people who play the pick game with these damn pictures? Like the going back and forth. And you notice, like, people will actually put on their profile, like, I'm not playing pit games with you. Mm-hmm. Or, or you unlock and I'll unlock. Let me tell y'all something today. Mm. Listen to me, because this is sage wisdom. Do not unlock your pictures for any and everybody. Because next thing you know, you'll be on Tumblr, un- unless that's what you want. Excuse me, Tumblr. Unless that That's is what real. you want. I'm actually glad you brought that be up. Be very careful because I've seen many of people who I know, some people who I don't know, some people who I know as an acquaintance. I'm scrolling through Post the Tumblr it. porn. And especially in the city of Bussing Philadelphia, all your business on Front Street. Text so, messages. Unless that's what you want. With your address. Careful. And you know what? These websites are outright disrespectful. And I hope people are doing a due diligence to like report them mm-hmm. and try to get them taken down. Because they're posting people's addresses, phone numbers. I mean, it's just, I think it's really just, um, it's nasty. And you know, you, you, you hear people talk so about how so catty real. and nasty the gay community can be, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this whole like shady kind of thing. Like, this is the type of stuff. Like, why is this even necessary? Right. Are you making money off of posting these guys? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just trying to understand what the whole purpose of this is. And I think it what it is is that there are groups of people who troll these dating applications. And they bait you in mm-hmm. to unlock your pictures. And once they get your pictures, they screenshot your ass. And then put you on Front Street. And then put you on Front Street and probably block you. Because then when you go back... Remember, the stats were, like, people only check their apps, like, maybe four to six times, I think I said, throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So, by the time you go back to your inbox, unless you keep an inventory of your fucking messages, you don't even realize that this person that you talked to and probably shared your pictures with is now disappeared with your fucking pictures. So, um, be cautious. Be cautious, guys. Unless you're like me and you want your ass on Tumblr... (laughs) <laughs> be very cautious YouTube and it's so funny that I'm the one who wants to be on Tumblr Vimeo. but I can't get a nigga to screenshot me it ain't right it ain't right see how the universe works <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> has social media distracted us from human connection and the part um, of the article that I read by Miss Julie Beck she was saying that it hasn't she she thinks that just dating in Judy general. Beck from the Beck Institute. <laughs> no, seriously. Is that her? I don't yes. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she says that it hasn't. It, it hasn't distracted us from a human connection. How, how do you feel about that? Have we just evolved, um, and this is kind of like the new normal, or is this just kind of like no, this is not normal yet, and the game is fucked up. So say the question once more, has social media taken so, us away from the human connection? Yeah, so dating apps, like, do you feel like we're worse off now with dating apps than just meeting people in person like we used to have to do well, no, before all this came along? I think meeting people before dating apps came about was super awkward, right? Dating apps, just as awkward, it's just on a different form. 
But take away meeting people, take away dating apps. At the end of the day, we're humans wired for human connection. Mm-hmm. We're wired for intimacy. That's like our goal at the end of the day. That's why we're on these apps. That's why we try different things like meeting people in person or going online or going on your phone or doing this or doing that. We want that basic connection with someone else. Right. So I don't think... Um, which we earn from birth, right? Mm-hmm. Which Humans we need birth. that connection. Yeah, it's all it's rooted in like attachment theory from Absolutely. relationships with our parents, right? Yeah. We move on from parents to relationships and social groups to wanting that intimacy as we get older. Come on, psychology. So, yeah, <laughs> I'd be in the schoolhouse learning. <laughs> but it doesn't change. We are wired as humans to want that intimacy. Absolutely. Now, the method in which we go about it, has that changed? Absolutely. Yeah. But it has not taken away the core motivation of wanting to be with someone else or wanting to be wanted. I guess that evolution is inevitable, isn't it? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know? I meant, uh-huh. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm eating, we're guys. E- I'm we're sorry. eating pizza um, and also talking about this. Well, let me just kind of bring up some, some of the feedback that I got. Um, from some of, you know, some friends, um, colleagues (laughs) that I spoke to about this topic. Um, Someone that I spoke with agreed with you. They thought that online dating apps was actually a low-key, low-pressure way of meeting people. Mm -hmm. Um, You can kind of get your feet wet before putting all your eggs in the basket, Mm -hmm. um, if you will. If there's a queue out there who wants my eggs, I'm here for you. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> um, you gotta enough, speak it. You do. You gotta speak it. You have to speak it. Come on, um, Secrets. No, The Secret. Who? <laughs> you never heard of The Secret? Oh, who's that? Oh, we're going to have to talk about that. Okay. And I'm sure people listening like, The Secret? Yeah, girl, you don't know about that. Victoria's yeah. Secret? No. <laughs> <laughs> because if that's the way to get your cue, I know Victoria's Secret in Liberty Place. I'm ready. You know, the secret, um, essentially this idea that um, you speak your, you, you speak and you think things into existence. Mm-hmm. That's um, also Bible. Because um, the word says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Of the tongue. Amen. And I'm speaking life <laughs> into that situation. Another friend that I spoke with um, also agreed that um, using apps for dating is a great way of meeting people. Um, he in particular said he had hesitation about meeting people, which a lot of us do, um, especially when you've been, um, around the block, well, not around the block, but you've been through it a few times. You've been in love. You done had your heart broken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he said, you know what you're going to, you, you kind of learn what you're going to get yourself into before actually meeting this person. And you can decide for yourself, like where that kind of goes. Um, sometimes he said conversations turn into about sex and sometimes it's not. Sometimes you can make a friend out of, um, having an online, um, interaction on a dating app. Um, some people up front, some people are not. He said he's not totally comfortable with putting his face on his profile. So you know how like some people have like face pictures on their profile like Mm -hmm. these are not locked pictures like they put themselves right on outer this is me this is who i am then you have some people who do like homeboy did for you he don't have nothing Mm -hmm. and it's just like you on creep you creep and then you have people who do like kind of like passive aggressive stuff like post pictures of their body or their chest or their or some shoes Mm -hmm. or you know whatever 
Um, Can we address that? Yeah, let's let's do that. What do you feel about that? I think it's again going back to what we said. It's about preference. It's what you want. This is your world. When you mm-hmm. online, this is your profile. You do what you want. You can make it what you want. Um, by you kind of being put, not putting yourself all the way out there. For me personally, mm-hmm. um, it's a little, it's attractive, and it and it and I'm more prone to maybe spark a conversation with someone. I don't necessarily know what your face looks like. But your body language is giving me something because I can kind of perceive things from your pictures, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm going to start this conversation with you. I'm going to dig a little deeper. I'm going to get to know you to actually see if we're going to even go there and unlock pictures because maybe I don't want to show you mine either. I think that's so interesting. So it's like a safe space? Yeah. If you, I don't know. I don't know. I, part of me thinks it's, it's a cop-out. And this is coming from someone who does hide his face um, on those apps. Okay. Is it the reason why you hide your face? You feel like it's a cop-out? Yeah. And I think my reason is reflective of a lot of other black males' reasons, or black gay males' reasons, or black unidentified reasons. Whatever. (laughs) So, for me, my surface reason is, oh, I'm a professional, right? So you never know who's on these sites. Um, But if we call a spade a very clear spade, it's the fact that I maneuver spaces like the Black Creek world. I maneuver spaces like the church world. I maneuver spaces that are a little more conservative, right? right. And mm. whether or not I'm in my truth, I don't necessarily want people to see me on this app because that can create another story. And sometimes I th- I hold the mirror up to myself and I'm just like, is that internalized homophobia? And I think it is. Like, adjacent. You know? Mm-hmm. Homophobic adjacent. Um... And so I always wonder what other people's motivations are to hide their faces and in, on these social media platforms. And when I see it, I see a lot of, um, oh, I'm discreet. Or those are the ones who are usually saying, like, you know, no fats, no femmes, like, just trying mask, looking for masks, just trying to chill, bro. And I'm like, hmm, am I, like, fitting into this fray, too? Am I fitting into this group? Or are some of those people, people that have been exposed on some of these websites that we talked about, and now they have, like, a thing yeah. about online apps. Like, mm. I still want to be here. I still want to be present. But I also see how nasty and shady people can be, so I'm not going to just put my my pictures out there. I think both are very... Um, realistic point of views mm. I think it really depends on that person's experience I think so right because like with you your experience is very valid as far as like the spaces that you operate in <laughs> outside of the app mm. means that it justifies for you why you don't put your picture out there mm. on your profile but in conversation with that person while you're feeling and vibing them out you'll decide whether or not for yourself if you want to put your picture out there versus you putting your picture out there and you no longer have a choice because mm. everybody sees it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quick, some other feedback I got from a friend of mine who went on Black People Meet. Dot com? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did they meet any black people? She said that it worked well with the vetting process. So going back to kind of clearing out and and, and creating these boundaries and seeing who you want to invest your time with. She agreed with that. 
Um, she said she liked the fact that you had an opportunity to get to know people before giving out your, um, her personal information. Um, she said there was a lot of different people um, with, you know, that came from a lot of different backgrounds. Mm. Um, and that, she said, I'm sorry, I actually met two people on the site in person. She said she met two people on the website in person. Um, she said she was not catfished. Damn, that's something that we didn't talk about Girl, at I'm all. jealous of you. I've been catfished every time I met somebody <laughs> else. See, this so ain't wait, right. Talk to the people. At because... least I tell you up front, fat and fat. <laughs> so then when you see me in person, you're like, oh, but you ain't that bad, right? <laughs> These niggas be out here giving you angles and giving you like, oh, I play lacrosse and I play rugby. And I, Meanwhile, you I be fat out here and lifting. Femme. And you fat and fat too. We fat and fat together. We like this. It ain't right. <laughs> it really isn't. Eric, don't laugh. I'm <laughs> it's my struggle. Oh, God. It that ain't is right. hilarious. Yo, it really that, ain't. That is, oh, that is so funny. Um, so let's just wrap this conversation up with, I have a final question for you. What about people who, you know, they put on their profile, I'm deleting this shit in a few days. I laugh. Um, <laughs> and, and what about those people who delete it and come back? Like, what is that all about? You talking about me. You trying to get in my business. You talking about me. Because I'm very good us. for a delete the app and come back like a month and later when they back. allow you so, to. So, <laughs> w- w- why do you feel like you eventually come back? Wait, when they want you to. Were no, you blocked? So, no, with, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> He said, I am not blocked. No, but let me tell you the Jack terms and conditions. Yeah. Say that if you log out of the app, you cannot log back on for a good month, right? And so. So when they're done with you, they're done with you. I'm counting down to 30 to 31 days. I'm just like, all right. Wait, are you on the calendar? Like, (laughs) what a black Sharpie, like 25 more days. Don't do me. Listen, okay? Because as soon as I delete it, I'd be like, damn, Ooh. I should have deleted it. Jack, you nasty for that. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, 30-day threshold. No, They're but like, like we don't I'm give you time for... to think about why you left us in the first place. <laughs> no, I'm good for deleting it because my thing is, the times that I've deleted, yeah. I show up, I like meet somebody face-to-face, excuse me, and they wind up being catfish or like <laughs> all these niggas like texting you like, oh, we should meet up. And I'm like, here I am. Let's meet up, right. and you never want to meet. So I'm thinking you're you want to do months and months I'm of like, planning y'all to like just my meet time. up. Like I don't have time for this shit. Like I gotta be which out here is, studying. Which is low key catfishing. Do, that's catfishing. <laughs> you are catfish if you cannot show your face. I'm out here giving like I. Not only do I send you pictures, I point you to my Instagram, so you know what you're dealing with. Right, like this you is all me. Right, you can't send me nothing. You yeah. can't meet up. You know, and then and when I do annoying. meet up, you look like. That's annoying. That's annoying. Or where they ask you for your picture. It's like, nigga, where yours? Right. I can't. So that's why I have these like waves of like completely just hanging it up on the on the social media apps, then coming back. Oh gosh. So we're hanging out. And if anybody's like me, they just tired. Truth is they're tired. Options are few. That's tired. They're trying to hook up. But nigga, where are you? So Tamla Man remix. We, <laughs> so we're hanging up on social media dating apps, and then we're going back thirty days later. I think that's, that's um, how we're wrapping this conversation up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you laugh at me talking about something. <laughs> Did they block you? Right, because I'm just like, ooh, Jack, they nasty. Thirty days. Oh, a mess. Now let's get into our hung pop. Hung pop. 
So first things first, I'm going to run through all of these pretty shout quickly. Shout out to B. Scott. But yeah, shout out to B. Scott. You can find all of these full stories at lovebscott.com. But let's get into the first one. Stevie J asked Jocelyn oh, Hernandez, God. or asked, asked the judge, for a psychiatric evaluation for Jocelyn Hernandez. He says he's in fear for his life. So you know Stevie and Jocelyn have been giving us comedy since they came up on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. For the past five years, apparently. You said in fear for his life. Fear for his he life. wasn't in fear for his life at that reunion where Jocelyn Hernandez went ape shit okay. on everybody. He was chilling, but she wasn't going ape shit on him. But he was fear for his life when they were in that see through elevator and she was tearing that ass up. Because she would have thought, he, he feared that he would have okay. tossed He out walked that away beach. with the quickness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, This is not about to be a Jay Z Solange incident. Oh my goodness. Shout out to Solange. Love you. And shout out to Stevie Day, Stevie J, because he is so fine. And did you see his dick? What? Or his dick pic? No. Beautiful. I would fuck him. Sorry. Is hey. this like a recent thing that came out? No, it out? was like a year or two ago. Oh, okay. So maybe I a year did and, a half, and I just forgot. Wound up on the internet. I probably did. I but forgot. anywho, um, Stevie J basically said that Jocelyn's been whooping his ass <laughs> for the past five years. And he Holding is the baby? In, I hope the baby is at least in well, the Well, he said that he needs the baby and he needs to go. He is <laughs> a woman scorned. Okay. <laughs> So he said that he and Bonnie Bella are not safe and that Jocelyn needs to get some psychiatric help. I'm over talking about this. I wish him the best. That's really interesting because from what I can remember, um, when I last watched Love and Hip Hop, Mm -hmm. Jocelyn had this come to Jesus moment. Oh, yeah. But she still told Carly Red, you look a mess, girl. But then they (laughs) they made up, though. Oh, did they? I didn't see that one. They made up. They hugged. And I thought, I'm I'm really surprised. And who's Jocelyn's friend, the, the lesbian? The, the Don. Melissa? She's, I like her. Okay. I feel like she's the only one on the show who doesn't have a, have a script. She's actually just being, she's not getting paid. She's just being But herself. she's being herself. Oh, if you're and on the show, you're that's getting why paid she's not getting paid. Shape. You're not getting paid much. Yeah, yeah. But so, you're getting paid shout a out to bit. Melissa. She's cool with, with them cornrows. Well, listen, this week must be the attack <laughs> of the husband. Those straight backs. Okay. <laughs> you said straight backs. You are so foolish. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. <laughs> them orange is the new black straight backs oh my goodness do not do her <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> she owns bars not prisons <laughs> nah she's actually cool I like her but go on I sir. don't know I'm her. sorry um, <clears throat> but I heard she was fucking Mimi too I wouldn't be surprised they were, they were friends and ah uh, that explains why Mimi was so uptight and so upset about her and who's her friend's name on the show? Arian. Arian. Who I love. This, I, Arian is so pretty. I guess they had like this one off. Yeah, mm. Arian's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, that Gorgeous. mahogany brown skin. But she just, can't sing. She tried to. Mm-hmm. Tried. Um, but anyway, <laughs> that explains why she was so mad at. Right. At her. But this week is surely the attack of the husbands because Apollo be. Nida said that he's not done with Miss Pedro. Pedro Park. Stories linked from jail. You know, you know, jail got cell phones now. He's probably texting somebody. He is. Okay, but he said he wants the prenup with Phaedra thrown out. He says he wants. He said Real Housewives of Atlanta changed everything. So Apollo believes. Believes. Excuse me, guys. Excuse me and my wine praise. Okay? Do you need more wine? How's your cup no, looking? No, because you know I can't hardly talk now. <laughs> Apollo says that he believes the prenup he had with Phaedra should be scrapped because just a few months after they signed in October 2009 when Phaedra was lying about being um, pregnant out of wedlock, she landed a spot on the Real Housewives and their financial situation changed. So Phaedra's basically trying to give him pennies and he's just like, no, I suck with you. 
Okay, I stuck with I you and I'm doing the time. I stole for you and went to jail for you. You owe me. Faith, what did Faith Evans say? Do your time. She said that. Yeah, that song, Do Your Time. What know. album is that I on? just remember, Faithfully? if I had to do it all again, yes. I wouldn't take away the rain, because I know it made me who I am. Was that, that was on a recent <laughs> album? What, what album was that on? It was like the one, um, can't tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a great background. Shout out to Faith. We love Shout you. out to Faith Evans. I love it. Love her. So what else we got going on in Hollywood? Last Pop? story, and this one should make a lot of people happy. No, second happy. to last. Oh, second to last. Shit, I'm out here talking up a storm. <laughs> Carmelo and uh, Carmelo Anthony and Lala aren't headed for divorce just yet. So you saw that Carmelo was going leaps and bounds on the Instagram talking about, I miss you guys, when Lala posted pictures of her and her son. Well, the divorce is... He was pulling a waka flocka. Their divorce I'm sorry. has not been Please made official. Back. Yeah, and just like Tammy, she might take him back. Lala... Pray, girl. If you have a praying grandmother, consult her before you go back to this man. Because what I don't want for you to do is to be embarrassed again. You look great on the Instagram. The single life has made you look great. You, you were at so, Beyonce's push party so do looking you, snatched. She, she was looking great. Okay. So do you feel like a man cheat once? He gonna do it again. Or yes. do people deserve a second chance? Okay. I believe, so, yes, no, I believe in second chances. But do people deserve a second chance? No, I believe everyone deserves second chances, but you have to have a spirit of discernment and know if you're giving second chance to somebody who's just going to shit on you again. Right. Is he playing a tactic saying, I miss you, because he knows he can get you back and he knows he can pull the same shit on you one more time? If that is the case, girl, you need to go. If it's the flip side where this person is truly remorseful and is willing to do the work and take the time to work out all of the shit that he put you through yeah. and make sure that he'll never do it again, yeah. stay with him. Stick with him. Yeah, because I is think... Is that Carmelo Lala? Well... Let's talk about it. I you know you're friends with Kim, Kelly, the all of them. Seek good counsel. We, <laughs> I guess we're going to see receipts. They can sit down and listen to Girl. Beyonce won't be there, but... Girl, she I can needs tell to you've been crying and you're needing somebody to talk, talk to. to. Girl. They all look great in that video. I I love them. Um, We all yearn for a Destiny's Child reunion, but I don't think that's going to ever happen. No, it is going to happen with Beyonce, Kelly, Michelle, and LaToya. Uh, She's coming back? I I feel it in my spirit because LaToya put out that album. Beyonce, no. That album. She, no. Mm, I guess we'll talk about that. At another time. I but. loved it. Okay, last. Is, there, <laughs> is this the last one? This is the last this one. This is Toast the Last Story. Um, <laughs> Music producer and DJ Zeke Thomas, who's yes. the son of Isaiah Thomas, basketball player, um, came forward with a PSA um, that he was a survivor of rape. He said he was raped twice in his lifetime. And the really interesting thing is that he said he was first raped at the age of 12. Yeah. And he was raped a year ago. So it actually happened kind of recent. Um, he said that he didn't press charges because he would have felt like the victim and put on the public record. And I think that's an interesting takeaway when I read this story. Um, I think a lot of people who are victims of sexual violence fall into that thought of, was it my fault? Is it my fault? Mm-hmm. Did I do this? You know what I mean? So I thought that was interesting that he didn't press charges because of, you know, what it could have, or what he felt like it could have done to his public um, persona. Absolutely. The third takeaway from that um, that I thought was pretty interesting 
um, is that the CDC actually says that 20 million men are victims of sexual violation and violence in the U.S., um, which is staggering. That's actually, like, really staggering. Um, Census Bureau said that last year there were 151 million men living in the U.S., Mm -hmm. so you're talking about 13% of the U.S. population that we know of of men mm-hmm. who have been vi- victims of sexual violence in their lifetime. I think that that's definitely going to be um, something, a nice piece to talk about for another topic, another show. Um, men are get sexually violated. Um, and there's a lot of men out here who have not told their story yet. And I think with Zeke Thomas was making this PSA is putting it out there so that way other men who have been victims of sexual violence can have the confidence and, and feel validated in coming forward. Absolutely. And we say thank you so much for sharing that story because it really provides space, as you said, for other More discussion. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. So who are you? Are you hanging up? Are you hung up? What, what's up? What's, what's going on with you this week? Well, you know, again, this week has been an attitude of what? gratitude (laughs) and so therefore i just want to continue to give thanks and be hung up on three people first of all my lord and savior jesus christ uh the psalmist beyonce Knowles, (laughs) and the other psalmist lanethia leaks and the thing that these all she debuted her album a few days ago didn't she on instagram yes i am Dot, 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 very rich. Rich. Okay? I love it. Now, all three of those, what they have in common is that they branched off and did their thing and the world hated on them. They are just, they are models as to how we be. If they talked about Jesus, they talked about Beyonce, they talked about Nene Lee. They gonna talk about you. you, Okay? (laughs) They will talk about you. And that has what, that is what my week has been. People will try to position you and make you look like the villain. But all you got to do is mind your business, not give out any comments to the press, maybe choke a bitch if you're NeNe, and flourish. Okay? <laughs> or tug a wig. Okay? Just tug a wig a little bit. Okay? I just t- I In just the words of NeNe, I it. will choke you. Let America know that. Okay? <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> NeNe has so many gems. I just, I can't wait. She do it on purpose, to too. At this point, she knows that we are slicing and taking all of the video clips and everything that she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy those she does three, it on purpose I, all I have to say is those three people they let their shade be their response right Jesus he is king of kings and lord of lords that was his shade on yes. all the scribes and Pharisees. and the light just shined and it blinded Beyonce people. when them girls tried to say that she was this and that and devil knows what she was just like, okay, I'm gonna just make this music though. And people still do, and I and I just don't understand that I don't by understand. now. You know, if you haven't bowed down to the queen, what the fuck is wrong with you? Listen, I'm not. I only bow to Jesus, but oh, true. I will raise a praise you know to Beyonce I mean, and try to give you yeah, know, exactly. a, a matching vocal. I'll try. Exactly. Lanethia Leak. She's not an idol. They but tried to put tear some you respect down on, on her the name. show, but she was just like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get this blonde bob. I'm gonna get this new nose, and I'm gonna show you who's the boss. And she did. <laughs> and so these are good role models, and I'm hung up. And it's looking them. great. She has slimmed down. She looks um, amazing. She she looks that really photo great. shoot that she released. She let the girls know. She did. She ain't here to play. She looked great. What she about did. you? So, this week I'm hanging up on Timothy Loman and the Cleveland Police um, Department. As many as you know. Um, Timothy Loman was the then officer who shot and killed um, Tamar 
Tamar Rice in 2014, mm-hmm. um, you know, they pretty much let him go. <laughs> um, he, he, he did not have to pretty much, what do you call it, pay the piper. Um, and, and we were outraged. We were outraged. This motherfucker gets fired on Tuesday. Not for shooting and killing someone who was innocent, but for lying about his employment history on his application. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hanging up on him and the Cleveland Police Department this week. You guys can kiss our ass. Yeah, fuck them. They um, were not... That's some bullshit. I mean... They were not instilled to protect black people. Clearly. We can, so. we, where's the justice? Where's the justice? I mean, it's such a, a slap in people's face. You know, not just the black community, but anyone who just feels for this young man and anyone who would lose their life over something so just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a slap in people's face because people rallied, people cried, people posted and retweeted and cried out for justice. And this is your way of going. And honestly, I don't know if this is their way of getting with him. If they couldn't get him one way, they're like, all right, well, we're going to get him another way. This might be some petty shit, but this is how we're going to get him. I know that that has happened in the past, especially with the justice system. Um, I don't know if that is a situation that happened here. I haven't read up on the story enough to, to say that. But I just think that this is such a poor way to respond to injustice. Absolutely. Um, and we got to do better. We got to do better. To end things on the light note, I think we can both say that we're hung up on... Rihanna and this body that she's given us. Get into those thighs is all I have Collard to say. greens and mashed potatoes okay. and biscuits. And cornbread. Okay. <laughs> A biscuit and cornbread. Yes. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hung Up Pod. Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hung Up Pod. You can find Eric. You can find me on Instagram at E Dante Cole and you can find me on Twitter at I am Dante and guys I'm on Spotify as well I have a a playlist called I Dante um check it out yeah it's actually really good it's like if you want a booty pop and if you want to turn up if you want to you know (laughs) get out of here (laughs) you can find me at I am P Ryan thank you guys so much for listening as always oh questions comments advice we want to give you guys some advice we We out here talking up a storm y'all know y'all got relationship problems Send them on through yeah. at hungapod at gmail.com. Love you so much for listening. Bye. Peace.